0: Sometimes people give you less than you deserve, treat you worse, but because they've identified that as love and you've accepted it since you were five, now in your mind, it's okay. And you've dictated that their version of love is now your version of love without realizing that you didn't necessarily accept it. You just settled because you didn't know what you deserve. You didn't know your worth yet. You didn't listen to this yet. You didn't do the self exploration. Maybe you had a conversation with God and then you stopped talking to him. Maybe you never had one, but now you're doing it. And you're like, holy crap, I'm realizing these things. So your awareness level is going up. Okay, that's that's awesome, right? So you're like, oh, I'm recognizing my self work. You know what? I'm not gonna settle with your treatment anymore. How's it going, everybody? Thank you all for coming back here for another personal development session. I'm your host, once again, the Holistic Motivator. I want to thank you all for coming here. This podcast episode is for those people who have been single for a while, for those people who have been by their own. Some people say by their lonely the whole time. So this podcast is about singleness, now, so when I think about singleness, I don't think about being alone in a dark room and having no love and nobody on my, in my life. When I think about singleness, I think about the essence of life, right? Singleness, the essence of life, oneness, right? So when I think about singleness, I think about time with myself, spending time with myself, expressing self-love. So that's why I entitled today's podcast, Recognizing the difference. Well, that's why yesterday's podcast was about recognizing the difference between loneliness and isolation, leading to today, which is expressing self-love and singleness. Right. So, two. Two people we should love. One of them is not a person. The first person is yourself, and the second is God, and it's not a person. God is not a person. So, love yourself. Love God and then now you're able to love others. We had it backwards. A lot of times when we get in a relationship, we're pressed to ask the other person, yo, you love me or you don't? Why don't we ask a reverse question is, hey, do you love yourself? I'd like to hang with you. I'd like to go out on a date with you, but I just need you to answer one question for me. Do you love yourself? That's gonna tell them, that's gonna tell you a lot about them A lot more about them than them telling you that they love you. Because sometimes people tell you they love you to keep you around, not because they really love you. So you want to figure out, does this person love themselves enough to be able to love me? Have this person been single enough that they express self-love and they learn to love themselves? Now I'm able to say, oh, let's participate in loving each other. Right. That's optimal. That's smarter than saying, yo, come love me. Just like we should expect someone else to love themselves before they come and love us in a relationship. We should also love ourselves before we expect other people to love us. So what is expressing self-love in single? So is singleness causing you to feel unworthy? Do you feel unloved? Do you feel insignificant? And what if you actually look at that same void instead of avoiding it and realizing, yo, I can create myself in this time and express self-love so that I can personally develop? You're like, okay, this is pretty awesome. How do I do it now? Okay, well first, we have to figure out, are you practicing self-hate or self-love? I had a podcast a couple weeks ago says turning self-hate into self-love you can go watch that one or listen to it if you're listening right now and it says turning self-hate into self-love so i'm going to tell you a couple of things that you're going to have to figure out first before you could turn hate into self-love So the first thing is, when you end the void and you're in isolation, it's not the time to avoid, but it's the time to discover. I don't know who's listening right now, who's tuning in. I want to ask you to share this video to somebody or share this audio to somebody that needs to hear it. My question for you is, are you trying to practice self-love on someone you haven't discovered yet? So you're like, I know who I am, I've discovered myself. I know that I'm Ed, have you really? Self-discovery is that inner deep work we all gotta do to discover ourselves. So part of developing and recognizing love within ourselves and applying it to ourselves is discovering ourselves. And another thing is recognizing where we came from, our source. Let's say I'm I'm a kid and I have no identity in the world because honestly, I have no idea where I came from. I I don't know who my parents is. I don't know what city I came from. I have no clue where and how I came on the earth. So I'm completely ignorant of that. And how am I supposed to find my value? How am I supposed to see, oh, yo, I'm worthy of something. Like if I have no origin, no parents, nothing, how do I find that value? Well, a lot of people still do because they find their value in their creator. So when we can't locate who created us in this realm, in this physical realm, as in we can't find our birth parents, or we can't find who's our ancestors for real, because you know we've been brought here on boats involuntarily. Right? Sometimes we can't go that. We can't go back to that history point. To See who's our ancestors, see who's our parents, see who's our family members, and maybe we haven't figured out how to do that. But one thing we can always go back to is we can go back to the deeper, deeper source, and that's to God. So when we recognize our true source, which is, yo, I'm not just a human, I'm not just this body placed here to live a life like this, I'm just, I'm your creator. If we realize that we have God within, that we are from God and made in His image, in the image of God, then we can be like, "Bruh, I, I am somebody. I am somebody. I came from a Creator. Like I am a spirit. Like I'm way more powerful than I looked at myself before. So how are you not going to apply self love to somebody you look at? You look at that. Like you're like, yo, look about, look at the source that I came from." And then when you recognize the source you came from, you realize, you recognize how wealthy you already are. So your self-worth and self-value starts to go up. Now, what if your self-worth and self-value and self-love was only acquired from other people? Which means unless you're in a relationship, you can't find your self-value. Unless you're around friendships of people affirming you, that you look good, that you're slaying it, you can't find your self-value. Unless your family member approves of you, you can't find yourself value Unless your workspace gives you an award, you don't see your value. So what if your self-value did not lie within, it lied in others? That's when singleness becomes loneliness rather than isolation for self-improvement. It's when you need your value from other people's perspective, from other people's words. So we have to build up that intrinsic self-value, and by build up, I mean expressive. Self-value isn't something you necessarily acquire. It's something you are already given an abundance of, and then you build from there. So you can become more valuable in life because you're using your fundamental basis of value as a creator, as a, as a thinking being that I can think and create things, and I can plan and strategize and put those plans into action, lead those actions into actual realities. Because I can do that, I'm like, bro, I am a creator. I realize my self-value, my innate intrinsic worth, intrinsic value, so I know that I have a basis to go, even when I go in the lowest of my mental state, even when I go lowest in my self-esteem, I can say, listen, even when I don't do everything I said I'm gonna do, even though I don't live up to all of these values I've said, even though I can look at my past and be in complete shame I can still look at the fundamental basis of my being as a human and still say I'm worthy. I mean, that's the space that allows us to forgive ourselves, which is another step in building your self-love. So your self-worth is going to is directly has correlated with your self-esteem. Your self-worth is how much you're worth truly. But it's your perception that's going to allow you to see that self-worth. However, there's something called self-esteem. This is what allows you to see. This is your estimate of your value. So when you can't see your self-worth, your perspective is going against you, you have to have the self-esteem, the estimate of your value that's estimating you correctly. So you're not selling yourself short. So when we don't have enough self-esteem, we sell ourselves short. That's why a lot of people sell their selves literally, like a body. I'm gonna sell my body to you. When we don't have enough self-esteem, we sell ourselves short. Because what we what happened was there's a lack in recognizing our value, and there's a lack of estimating it correctly. And there's a lack of estimating your value correctly when you when we estimate our value incorrectly we settle for less than we deserve so when we when we settle for less than our value we also settle for less than we deserve and settle for less what happens when you settle for less when you settle for less even though You've made the conscious or unconscious choice to settle, you still hate the fact that you have to settle. So your self-esteem, having a low self-esteem, settling for less, doesn't you still hate the fact that you have to settle for less. So a lot of people think, yo, alright, I've settled in life. I've just I'm settling for whatever I can get. You know? Maybe I don't see my worth enough, so I'm gonna let these guys treat me the way that they treat me. You know, I don't really see my worth. I don't really see my value, because all my life, from I from the from when I was a kid till now, every man in my life didn't show me any worth. Not my brother. Not my not my uncle. Not my father. So in that sense, that's going to happen again, and you're going to accept it unconsciously. But there is something worse that happens when you unconsciously or consciously accept these things. Accepting less than you deserve. Not only do you build the mindset of accepting less than you deserve, but you also build the the habit loop or the thinking pattern that, that action is love. So sometimes people give you less than you deserve, treat you worse, but because they've identified that as love, and you've accepted it since you were five. Now, in your mind, it's okay. And you dictated that their version of love is now your version of love. Without realizing that you didn't necessarily accept it. You just settled because you didn't know what you deserved. You didn't know your worth yet. You didn't listen to this yet. You didn't do the self-exploration. Maybe you had a conversation with God and then you stopped talking to Him. Maybe you never had one. But now you're doing it. And you're like, holy crap, I'm realizing these things. So your awareness level is going up. Okay, that's that's awesome, right? So you're like, oh, I'm recognizing my self-worth. You know what? I'm not going to settle with your treatment anymore. I choose not to be treated the way you're treating me because I'm going to express more self-love because I'm going to now take that time To be single, right? Instead of letting you take over my life, instead of letting you dictate exactly what's going to happen with me, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to estimate my true worth. So that's when your self-image evolves. So you see how when you start to discover yourself, you find out where you really came from. And you're like, what, what does that mean? You find out where you really came from. You find out that you came from God and you find out there's a creator. I'm talking about when you are really going to the discovery process, you're going to at some point find that out. And when you discover that, you're like, boom, I see the source. So now you see your work. The source is like a reflection of you. So when you see the source, it allows you to see you. So you're like, wow, that's really how I look like? I didn't even know that. So you start to treat yourself better. Now, when you see the source, you see your worth. Now that you see your worth, you see your value. So you say, bruh, I'm sitting here, I'm getting paid way less than I deserve. Why am I settling for less? Ain't, you know what? I'm tired of settling for less. I'm going to get what I deserve and not gonna settle for anything less. So you say, boom, bada boom, bada beam, this is what I'm gonna do. If you're not with it, don't get in my way. You choose singleness for self-exploration rather than a relationship for somebody that's going to shun your life. Choose singleness for self-exploration rather than a relationship that will go into destroy your self-confidence, right? So as you recognize yourself worth, you start to have higher self-esteem. So you estimate your value at a higher value. So you put more worth on you. You decide that you're gonna put a ring on it without the ring on it which means you're gonna put the diamond of your true worth on the finger of your belief and you're gonna give to know <laughs> and you're gonna give the finger to anyone who don't believe that all right that's a joke right there but the, the goal is you want to build up your self-esteem okay and then now your self-image is going to transform so when you discover, you find out where you came from, you've seen your worth, your self-esteem, you start to estimate your value more and the more you estimate higher value, the higher you start to see yourself. So the more you estimate yourself to be worthy of higher value, the higher you see yourself. So self image then arises. Then you see yourself the type of person that deserves to be treated like this. You're like, I deserve to be treated like a queen. I deserve to be treated like a king. I deserve for you to pay me how much I'm worth. I'm not going to settle for anything less because I know my worth. At this point, your self-image is I'm the type of person that walks into a room and I take ownership and I take charge. And because of that, I deserve to get paid. Because of that, I deserve whatever it is because I add value to the world. When you start to recognize that value, your self-image goes up. And the thing about self-image is it spreads towards everything else. So whatever visions and dreams you got, once you build the right self-image, you're going to be able to image in those dreams and visions, and it's going to be able to align with your subconscious mind, which will bring it into fruition. So this is a real deep principle. Don't skip by these principles like they're really little. It is a big life principle. So basically, once you mix the imagination, the pictures you put in your mind, the image, the images which you're thinking, literally seeing how you want your life to be, imagining how you want people to, how you want to treat yourself, developing that self-love with you, and then seeing that love reciprocated to you by others. That imagination coupled with the right image of yourself, is going to lead to exactly that. Because your self-image, how you see yourself, needs to be in alignment with what you want to see. How you see yourself has to be in alignment with what you want to see, or the reverse version of that is, what you want to see have to be in alignment with how you see yourself. What you want to see in life have to be in alignment with how you see yourself. So, you want people to love you, you must love yourself. You want people to see you as enthusiastic and as whatever you want people to see you as, you must be that yourself. So, what you want to see in your life, you must see it in yourself. So, if you want to see prosperity, you must see prosperity within. So, that's why self-worth is important. So, expressing self-love and singleness allows you the time to mold and create your life the way it was meant to be created by a creator that felt their true power, not by someone who's abducted by circumstances. All right, you don't want to be someone abducted by circumstances. You want to be someone who can free themselves because of their mindset. You want to be someone who has the power of the mountains and the waters and the wind behind them because they believe and serve a greater God. So, one thing is, you can say, I am all powerful and I can do all things by myself. By all means, because you have that ability to create, you can do all things. And you're like, bro, I can do great things. Well, you could only do good things by yourself, but you could only do great things through God, which strengthens you. So I don't know what your belief is. I don't know what you name God as. And I'm not here to judge you or to say what you believe is wrong. That's not where I'm here. I'm here to just share a piece of me to you. My question is, do you only depend on you? So a lot of times we trying to love ourselves, but we don't really see the fact that, hey, the reason why we probably are not loving ourselves enough is because we don't have the right model of love. The God figure that we had in our lives was our parents, but we never had God figure in our lives. So we never had God in our life to figure life out. Which means we only depended on our ability and we only depended on our parents or the friends and we only wanted their approval and we only wanted their words of guidance. But we never went to the source. We never said, we never spent time in prayer. We never sat down and, and really sent out that energy so we can get that back and if it never happened we never get it so sometimes we are like bro i i can't stand my own skin well if you don't love yourself enough love god and he'll love you and then you'll start to represent the same love that god has if you don't love yourself enough just love god and that love is going to build in you and eventually you're going to love yourself And then now you can love others. So when you're depending on yourself so much, sometimes life breaks you down. God sends life to break you down so you can go back to your room and spend some time with God. So God can show you how to love yourself. So sometimes we see loneliness. We see being alone as loneliness where it's isolation for self-reflection. We see being alone as loneliness when it's isolation so God can teach you how to love yourself. So sometimes we don't love ourselves enough. So we do all of these things. We try to go all these places. We try to get all these friendships. We try to get involved in all these clubs. And we try to find identities. So we, we lost our, our own identity trying to find identities. And then we lost ourselves in trying to create one. Then God said, you know, I need to help you. So let me take away all of these things you're identifying with. It's called the law of detachment. Let me connect you to me. And now let my love show you how to love yourself. And then, then you could be like, oh, um, let me practice this self-love with me. And then now you can go out in the world and practice love towards other people. All right. So we all have to realize that we must have that time to sit with God. Right. So somebody says we are and ourself is the source. OK, but here's the thing. If we are the source, have we been here since the beginning of time? Like, Have you witnessed the creation of the world? Right. Have you witnessed the creation of the world yourself as in? Your ego, have you yourself seen the creation of the world? Have you spoken into existence? Right? And a lot of us will say, No, maybe I haven't. I, I haven't. Have right? But you can say, Okay, I came from the source. So if I had an ocean and I took a bucket and I take a bucket of water out of the ocean and I said, You know what? I'm going to take this ocean water. I'm going to put it in a tub because this is going to bring life into this house here. Does it mean that I am the entire ocean or does it mean I am a a resource from the ocean replaced in a different environment so that I can bring abundance to that environment? So a lot of people say, okay, are we we're, we're gods okay we have god within but it would be a it would be a uh, insult to the creator to say that well i i came out of the ocean so i am the entire ocean when you can say i am from the ocean i'm god-like but hey i am so grateful that this ocean was here because i would have never came out of it we have to do that for our teachers, for our elders, for our parents, we give thanks. So, reason why we place the name of God high and we don't put ourselves as God is we want to give thanks to the source because that's the source that fuels us as resources in the world. So, I say a lot of times we have to give we have to give thanks. We have to give gratitude to the creator because that's where our source comes from. Now, I want you to think about Superman and his source of power. If Superman comes to Earth, you're like, Superman, you're a god. You can fly. You can do all of these cool things. But you don't know that Superman's source from Krypton, that he himself had to go to. He had a source of his power, right? Which means Superman became a resource to the world. But was he himself the source of all his great power? You get what I'm saying? So we have to understand that, because sometimes the source will stop being no resource to you if you never acknowledge it. You know what I mean? So we must acknowledge the source. So I said all of that to say is, once you've lost your capability to love yourself, if you sit in silence, you're going to automatically start... like. You're going to start communicating with God in ways you didn't think you could communicate with him before you know what i mean you're going to start to understand things in the trees and the way the world operates because God is not just an idea you know and not just the creator of the universe but it's also within everything that we see the essence of God is all around of us because the life force is all around us but can we look at the tree and it says Oh my goodness i see god in this burning bush this burning bush must be god and i say i'm like worship the burning bush don't be the fool to worship the burning bush because the power of god is within it worship the source of the burning bush so that's why we must give gratitude and that's why when we can't depend on us we must depend on god and we will build our self-love to be in connection with the infinite love and then now we can take that love into our relationships. So from singleness, we can now bring love to our relationships. And that's a message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator. Thanking all you beautiful and wonderful, powerful people for watching this live version of Ed Talks Daily. And if you're listening all around the world on your favorite podcast app, I invite you to leave a quick review, especially my Apple podcast listeners. Don't leave a review. Tell me what you think about the podcast. Be honest. That'll help us reach thousands and thousands of viewers and listeners all around the world. All right. A couple of quick promo before I leave. You can support this podcast. Just click the link in the description or Cash App Ed Talks. You can subscribe to this podcast, anchor theholisticmotivator.com forward slash ed talks daily. You can come back and watch it live at The Holistic Motivator on our social platform every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Time. And the last message is if you want the episode notes and you want updates, just text me 561 510 Zero five. Text me, head talks. All right. And the last, last, final thing is remember that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you are to, to evolve to the person you were created to be. But first, you got to believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have.